let's let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Uh huh. Yeah, that's right. Let's begin. What's up, everybody? Welcome to G O T Addicts. We are the Addicts. What up? And it's here. The Last of Us has arrived, <laughs> and we funny. are here. Yeah, that is a little weird to set up the. But whatever. <laughs> we are here to discuss the premiere episode, correct? Which was in time frame of where we're recording last night. Yeah, it's Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we don't take off holidays. What? Nope. What? We here. <laughs> so, yeah, we here, and they were there, and then some of them weren't there. Others have died. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. See you guys on the other side. As always, my name is Jerry. And this time we're not laughing at hey my guys. voice. <laughs> my name is Steph. Don't forget to follow us across all social media. And the way to find us is at the GOT Addicts. If you want to send us an email, the place to do that or the way to do that is at the, oh, nope, at GOT Addicts at gmail.com. Haven't sung it since 2020. Um, don't forget to like, Ooh, subscribe. That too, 2022. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't forget to like, subscribe, uh, leave us a review. Oh, and by the way, our review was from Tony Smart up in Sweden. <laughs> from sweden but i don't know if you know about it's called hold on let me look at my at my uh my thingies my notes podcast addict do you know like what that is that's where the review is okay so that's where the review is shouting out to i have to i have to pull that episode i have i have to confirm that Gotcha. Confirmed it three weeks ago, I think. It was. Ah, okay, okay. So the review was from 1229, 2022. We got a five star review. Hey, <laughs> thanks for the she review. She told you, she told you we were top of the top. <laughs> yeah, out there on, on the top of the universe, exactly. So, yeah. Yep. So, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. All the good stuff. All right, okay. Uh, so. Okay, let, let's give you the precursor first. That way we can get this out of the way and we won't have the 97,000 questions from people coming in. No, we we don't know what happened in the game. No, not at all. We don't know how close this is going to mm-hmm. be to the game. We're not going to go play the game to find out how close this was. We're going to watch the show. And the show is going to be our interest. And the show is going to give us our feelings. And that's it. That's what we're going to base it on. We're going to base it on the actual show. Jerry, That's I what... have feelings. Oh, well, we know you have feelings. <laughs> Which feelings would you like to begin with? How about the beginning? Because I think this one should start from the start. Okay. <laughs> We're not jumping to the middle on this one. <laughs> no, and, and we definitely can't because that intro, mm-hmm. bro, I, like... I don't know if you felt it, and I'm pretty sure you did because we were we were texting back and forth last night while we were watching. Um, mm-hmm. But there was like 
a sense of uneasiness throughout the first 20 minutes. But it was like lulls. Like it would come in and out, right? Yeah, because there was a lot of setup. And we knew what was coming. We were yeah. just wondering what was going to hit us. Yes. Oh, and it hit. <laughs> very hard. Very, very hard. Oh. Um, Grandma decided I, to walk. I, <laughs> she sure did. She sure did that damn grandma. <laughs> she she had it. <laughs> she had it the whole time. She was just playing dumb. Um, so, sorry. So, um, I actually really like the relationship between Sarah and Joel. I thought that was yeah. nice to see. Um, I always like dad and daughter relationships. Um, so... Probably because, like, my... my... Because she loves her dad. Yeah, I was just about to say... <laughs> I was just really about to say, simple. it's probably because my relationship really with simple. my dad is a good one. <laughs> because you don't have daddy issues. So no, I don't daddy have daddy issues. issues so good dad relationships. Exactly. So so I, I really liked to see that. Um, and, like, the banter between the two of them, that was really cute as well. Yes. Um, well and, yeah, so... All this nice stuff. Let's let's skip all the nice stuff because all the nice stuff was bullshit. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about that grandma. Grandma was like a vegetable. Okay, so we want to jump into this. Okay. You know, I, I can't. Was a vegetable who got a fungus. <laughs> grandma was a vegetable who got a fungus. Exactly. Um, okay. Do we appreciate that a zombie esque show went away from a virus finally? Can we take that for a minute? We're not just in the mainstream of, oh, a virus got into their brain mm-hmm. and that's how they got this. They have, no, no, no. This is a fungus. Yeah. This is a naturally occurring thing that, you know, infected somebody and it's, the fungus is controlling everything. Mm-hmm. It's not just the mind gets distorted by a virus. No, the fungus is controlling what they want to do next. Yeah. I, I actually do like that. Um, And in the beginning... When it was like 1960, whatever it was. 1963. Um, I think. Yeah. Who, whatever. 63 or 68. Before both, of, before both of us. Um, I thought it was uh, cool to see the way that there was a contrast between what one doctor was saying and what the other doctor was saying. And mm-hmm. how at first it was like a haha joke. Like, yeah, it's a fungus. And then it became more serious. Like, uh, yeah, no. Like, we all lose if something like this happens. And then yeah. cut to 2013. No, 2003, right? Which was when I graduated it, high school. You gotta tell me that. Was that, did it say somewhere that it said 2003? Yeah, it I did. I don't remember the dates. But okay. Yes, okay, it did. Okay, uh-huh. Um, yeah, it did. And it said the the location too, uh, yeah. which is Texas, I think, in, when we start. Um, so yeah, I thought, I thought, I, yes. So yes, to your point, I think it's, it's good to get away from the whole virus thing. I feel like, mm-hmm. Every single time we see an apocalyptic world, it's because of a virus. Um, And I think it's cool to see a different, to see a a different lens, basically. Yeah, different Um, interpretation. And not like this whole eating the brain and, and just eating to continue, I guess. Whereas this virus is taking over the host. And, and then to destroy. Yeah, and and 
I think it one doesn't of the, care if it continues. No, it just, it's, it's, it just wants to, to yes, and and oh. decompose the its host. Mm-hmm. I thought that was an interesting way to um, express it too. But grandma, grandma, let me tell you, I I will I will hit my grandma with a wrench the way that Joel did if she comes at me the way that she did. Okay, okay. I'm not I'm not stopping. <laughs> Did you remember the first scene where Grandma introduces herself as being a zombie? That she's know. not eating the the biscuits. That one. No. Oh, you mean when she goes crazy and she's like throwing up gang signs when Sarah's looking for a oh, DVD? Yeah, the mouth is a... yeah. Okay. Cool. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. I just want to make sure that that was caught. I looked. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was creepy. Mm-hmm. And then the dog notices. Mm-hmm. Which should have been a giveaway. Whenever a dog notices something, that should be a giveaway. Exactly. Like, if a cat runs away and a dog notices, complete I'm, I'm out of there. I'm not. Grandma needs complete to giveaway. get Spartan kicked. So, that was... That was wild. And then the conversation between Tommy and Joel on the phone. Mm-hmm. That was another indication that something was going crazy. Because mm-hmm. Tommy gets arrested... For beating up a guy, but the guy was attacking somebody. Mm-hmm. The waitress. So, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's another lineage. Oh, and honestly, I didn't even. I thought that that might have been just like a regular bar fight when he talked about it. I didn't even put together that it might have been an attack like that. Well, I was. All, I thought we all should have been on that frame of mind the moment she gets it kicked out of the watch place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. That was yes. A spin right away, right there, it made me feel like, okay, we're starting to go down this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. So when Tommy got into a fight, I went like, he stopped somebody that was heading already in that yeah. direction. Oh, okay. All right. In right. grandma's direction. Mm-hmm. So it was like, and then when we finally got grandma, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's time. This is bad. We're out of here. Grandma was devouring too. And I have that in my notes. So, um, her feeding, it kind of, you know how, like, let's say in The Walking Dead, Hmm. when a zombie comes to it, like, gets to the person that it's eating, it's, Hmm. like, legitimately, literally pulling at its flesh and eating it. Yes. Was Graham's... Feeding off of them, or was Grams trying to like infiltrate? Okay, but that was yeah, that was the argument that the doctor made at the beginning. It's like it's not the reason it can't be stopped. The reason we're all dead is because it's trying to devour in a different way. Mm -hmm. It's trying to infect the next group Mm -hmm. and keep going and keep going and keep going. So this is what's happening. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, and then. I think when that happened, I was looking at her and I, at first I was like, oh, her mouth looks really weird. Like her teeth are shot. And then I looked again and I was like, those are not teeth. Those are not her teeth. (laughs) Freaking grandma. That was wild. And yo, that old man, he, why did he tell that little girl, help me? He should have been like, yes. Oh, I thought he should have been like, get out, go. No, he said, help me. And then he makes eye contact to look like. Exactly. Look to your corner. Oh, man, you can't be helped. Man. And then she runs away, and that's when Joel and Tommy pull yes, up. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. And 
I think I would have been in Sarah's shoes had my dad just knocked out the old lady from next door. Like if everything, yeah. honestly, I wouldn't have been in that house. Like I, I would have that dog would have ran away no, because the I'm, the dog I'm not letting the dog in the in. direction. I'm going back home. Yeah, that dog was like, I'm out of here. I would have been like, you know what? I'm out of here too. Let's go, Mercy. Um, okay, so then let's have a conversation about what progresses next because the next filming is phenomenal. Of in the car, the perspective that they used there was great. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, would you have made the same decision that Joel made? When they saw that family, yes, on the side of the road, just yep. keep going. Yes, absolutely. Right. Would you have? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have. I, I have my own family. I'm sorry. That exactly. That's what he said. We have a kid too. Like we're not. We have a kid. Yeah. Let's no. Go. Even if I didn't have a kid, no. Sorry. Um, someone else will be coming around the mountain <laughs> when she comes. <laughs> it's not me. Nobody's coming. <laughs> and hey, that's that sucks. Sorry. Yeah my friend um oh well uh skipping ahead to that plane crash thing um or when they're joel is like run run over these people joel's like go through the city let's get out of here quickly and then when he sees a bunch of people says back up yeah and then sarah notices the yes right yes and she keeps on calling her dad and when like they're lucky they didn't just die right there and then exactly because that plane crashed like Maybe right a there. quarter mile away from them. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and at first, when I saw the first plane, kind of like them, I liked how as everything was happening, I felt like as if I was there. Like, I don't know what is going on. Mm-hmm. Why is this plane so close? But then it it, it made sense like, oh, well, there's people being attacked exactly. on the plane. Yeah. yeah. So, exactly. so it's mass chaos everywhere, not just here on the ground but and that's what the... sarah said yeah it's everywhere Sarah's going, what if it's not just here mm-hmm. if it's everywhere mm-hmm. which to skip ahead for just one minute which was a great perspective at the very end of the show when they did that film out scene of seeing boston mm-hmm. and seeing the buildings toppled over on their side and everything and hearing the fung the infected making little noises from far away out of the quarantine zone like that taking those mm-hmm. two moments taking sarah saying what if it's everywhere and that's getting this pan out shot of the city at mm-hmm. the end it's like yeah this is this is what this is everywhere time. this is yeah. a global pandemic basically they went north too yes we could go south they went north yeah and now they're they gonna have to go north. west 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 yeah, yeah. gotta go to wyoming um, so after the plane crash and then the cars collide and Joel picks up Sarah cause her ankle is out sprained, whatever. And they're running through basically everywhere before mm-hmm. they get to that field. I text you yesterday and then I saw it again today and I was, and I wrote it in my notes. Good dads are the unsung heroes <laughs> of the world. My guy, like, I, <laughs> you're a good dad, so I got to give you props. My dad's a good dad. I give him props, and all the good dads out there that are listening, I give you guys props because from when he, I feel like from when Joel got Sarah and got her in the car, he his sole purpose was a feeling of escape, not necessarily for him, but for her. And you yeah. could like 
And that's when he was like, screw that family. Run over these people. I'm getting out of here. I don't. We'll catch up with Tommy later. Who cares? <laughs> you know? Yeah, but that was, but that's what makes the end of that opening sequence so much more difficult. Yes. Like, like I text you, I went like, I don't know if this is going to be like this for the mm-hmm. whole show. I'm going to be ripped <laughs> apart, man. Yeah. Because that's one of the things that I'm not very good at watching mm-hmm. is kids getting hurt on mm-hmm. shows and television and stuff like that. It just, it affects me differently. Mm-hmm. So to see that and know that the next main person of this, because we knew who the next lead was. It was Ellie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to see that and go like, she's a kid. What are we going to put her in? Because we've already been given foreshadowing that we're going to run into Raiders. Mm-hmm. We're going to run in because outside of the wall, there's a bunch of crap mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff that's mm-hmm. going to be bad. So what are we going to run into that's going to put people into a horrible situation? Yeah. So it was like, oh, this is this is different. <laughs> this is different. I was on Twitter and I saw that even people that knew what was coming as far as Sarah um, dying mm-hmm. were still devastated at that scene. And mm-hmm. I think that's a testament to how quickly the actor and the writers were able to make us as the viewers fall in love with Sarah because it was only like 30 minutes that beginning, um, yeah. the whole beginning with her, but then the sequence between when um, they kill Nana <laughs> and when she yeah. dies, it's only 15 minutes. It was so well done because and it's the the writing is great. It's very simple and it's very, let's focus on what's happening in the moment. Mm-hmm. But then the way the character, the way, um, was it Pedro Pascal? Mm-hmm. I think his name is. Mm-hmm. The way he portrays the character and his relationship with the girl, Nico, who plays Sarah, mm-hmm. the way their relationship builds in just that one day because literally it's one day mm-hmm. and just that one day and those 30 minutes that we get with them together is insanity yeah how connected really we good. are because mm-hmm. we're feeling their connection and their love and he's an overworked dad going like i want to do everything i can for her but i can't accomplish everything and she goes and gets his watch fixed yeah and it's like <laughs> that's awesome because mm-hmm. you saw him earlier in the day yeah smack his watch <laughs> It's like all of this, and it's just these little things that happen that build the connection that mm-hmm. is so well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just and it's then ugly. and then they rip yeah. her away from us. And the first time, I feel like there was so much adrenaline going going on for me that I like my emotions couldn't catch up, um, and I couldn't. I literally could not breathe. I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> But this time I rewatched it and my eyes teared up because of the performance that the both of them did. Um, and I know that just from looking on Twitter, I know that other people had to have feel this, felt yeah, yeah, the oh, same no. way. Yeah, um, no. So that scene, that whole props moment to them. that I'm going to pick you up. No, I know it's going to hurt, but I got to pick you up. But I got that three minutes mm-hmm. from him looking at himself, wondering the shot. And then noticing that she shot. Mm-hmm. And then us seeing, t- us seeing Tommy knowing. Tommy knows she's not going to survive mm-hmm. this. You could see it in his eyes. He knows. And then him, the Joel, not wanting to let go. Mm-hmm. It's like. Damn. This is yeah. heart ripping. Yep. 
And yep. it's so well done. And then it it sets up where we head later. Mm-hmm. Because you jump from this scene, you jump into a little boy who's infected. Yeah. 20 years later. They kill him. 20 years later. We're in 2023 now. Mm-hmm. They kill him and you understand why. It's still gruesome, but you understand why. Yeah. And then who's the one that has to put him in the fire? Joel. Joel. Like. Mm. Yeah. Yep. You can only imagine what he's been through in 20 years. I I can imagine, but then I can't because I'm not a yeah. I'm not a parent. I'm sure you can. Oh yeah. More it, so. It's, um, you can see it in his face. The way yeah. The way Pedro is portraying him is just it's. He's been through a lot. It's perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm done. I'm just mm-hmm. doing this to go on to the next day. Screw it. Mm-hmm. Like his I life stopped life. that day, basically. Yeah. Because um, you get a, what the realization of who he's become in comparison to who he was is when he meets up with Marlene again because mm-hmm. they have a relationship. We're given that by their interaction that they've had a previous relationship. Mm-hmm. And she says, I know you two and I know what you two are capable of. Yeah. Yep. And Joel just looks like, you know, like mm-hmm. that's a different man. That's mm-hmm. a completely different person. Mm-hmm. That's not the same person we were introduced to at the beginning. No. Although he does have a bumper sticker that says that he's a combat vet. Yes. Yeah, so... no, no, no. Yeah. He has experience, mm-hmm. but he was softer. His portrayal was yes, softer. Yes, yes. The person he was was softer. He, and he needed to be because he had a, a, he had a, a soft girl. Yes, because, exactly. because, and to your point about, you know, we're going to get Ellie and, and, you know, or we get this character and what are, what is she going to be put through? But if we jump really quickly to the end scene where um, Joel goes through this PTSD moment and he like, oh, and beats the crap the out of the guy. Yes. The the look on Ellie's face, she's like, heck yeah. (laughs) Get him. Yes, she definitely enjoyed it. She's completely different from Sarah. Yes, very much. This is like opposite sides. Mm -hmm. Completely the opposite sides. And that's going to be interesting for who Joel has to be because he doesn't have to be as protective, but is he still going to try to be protective? Mm -hmm. Because it's just his nature. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Of course. But that you can just see even after 20 years in that one scene where Joel beats the crap out of the, mm-hmm. the is it a cop? I don't know, whoever, whatever. Where he beats the crap out of him. You can see all of the 20 years just like release. Mm-hmm. I've been through hell. Mm-hmm. I'm taking this shit out on you. Yeah. I've been through hell. My little girl is gone. You just triggered me. Mm-hmm. And you we're going to shoot a little girl. And that was my trigger. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my guy. But we could spend an hour just talking about Joel and all the things he goes through in one episode. Yeah. Because he is so different. Because he's also very protective of Tess, too. And Tess mm-hmm. knows it. Tess knows 100%. Everybody knows. Mm -hmm. Because the guy that had... Just to build the scene, after we meet the little boy, we go to a scene where Tess is being held captive, Mm -hmm. in a way, to some guy named Robert, Mm -hmm. 
who they were supposed to get a battery from, which we later found out that the battery is shit anyway. But Robert is not scared of Tess. <laughs> yeah. Robert is scared of Joel. Yes. And because Tess is hurt. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That just tells you what Joel is. Yeah. Or what he can be. And that's insanely scary, too. I want him on my side. <laughs> <laughs> I will follow you yeah. into the dark. Ellie, <laughs> Ellie's going to realize that she wants him on her side, too. Yeah, definitely. Even though she doesn't right now. Um, and I think that goes along with like how she is an, I'm assuming because she said, is an orphan. And she yeah. hasn't had anyone to back her and on her side. So mm-hmm. to one, see somebody protecting her, I guess for yeah. the first time, um, not knowing anything about her because Marlene knows something about her. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that she's, you know, immune and she can help cure this fungus infection. Yeah. That's what I'm believing with three weeks still infected and she hasn't turned. Exactly. And, and because I like the trailer and the teasers and yeah. all of that. Um, so Joel knows nothing about her, just that he has to get her to mm-hmm. point B. Um, so for her to, I guess, get a protective dad figure, quote unquote, it's, um, it's, it's very different for her. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And she, and she can obviously, I'm sorry, what? Oh, no, go ahead. She can obviously um, fend for herself because she did stab the guy. <laughs> But even if you, as a fellow strong person, not that I'm out here stabbing people, it's great to, to know. The the other day. It's great to know that you have people behind you that are that can protect you, where you don't have to be this hard person all the time. Yeah, and and that's as but an adult. Still, so as a kid, yeah, I'm she sure still she doesn't know that yet. Like she she felt that a little bit. True. And I think that's going to be one of the character building aspects of the show. It's just like their connection and how mm-hmm. she feels in some way comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's going to be an interesting build. When we finally see Tommy again, that's going to be interesting as well. Yeah. Because they've had a fallout. They have. I noticed yeah. from like the coming weeks thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they had a fallout. And it's just, it's all going to be interesting to play out because are we going to see at some point that Firefly the fighting for independence Mm -hmm. group? The rebels. The rebels. Are we going to see at some point that maybe they're not the best of people? Because Joel left the Fireflies. Are rebellious people ever the best of people? Nobody's the best of people. Exactly. Like all rebellious people, all rebellions have their good and their bad. Yeah, like they have their their reason for their rebellion and you can find some kind of like, okay, I get it in that. But at the end of the day, rebellions kill and hurt people as we saw with Tess and with, you know, what's happening because they've been blowing up a bunch of locations and all this other stuff. And that's only what we saw in like a really quick glimpse. I'm Mm -hmm. sure they've been causing a ruckus. For a long time, and will continue to do that. Um, yeah. So, and I mean, rightfully so to an extent, because there's there's like this military hold on everything. It's like 
I'm yeah. I leave. You got tried by the tribunal, and I'm getting hung. Yeah. Bro, like you come in without without suggesting that you're getting hung. And if I leave, yeah. like, why can't I just leave? If I want to leave, just let me leave. I can understand coming back in. Like, all right, fine. But if I want to leave, that's that's on me, you know? <laughs> Especially if you have devices that can test whether or not I'm infected. Right? Like, why are you killing me? Because I don't want to be here. Go away. Also, I definitely think, like, it has been 20 years. But go, really quickly, going back to the beginning, I seriously think that if something like this were to really happen, chaos would ensue so fast. Like, yeah. in real life, I do not think that there would be any type of order. How long do you think it would be before some type of order gets back into play? Oh, you mean overall order? Not, like, overall order, but, like, but just... By place. Huh? Order by, by place. Yeah, yeah, by place. Areas. Like, I'm not... Not not the whole thing that they have. Right. Twi- I, like, I like the 20-year gap of it being... Cause I think at the beginning, it's just pure chaos because nobody knows what to do. Nobody's going to have control. Only the people who already have a form of control over other people, maybe like militias Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, religious groups and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, that have group people already Mm -hmm. in certain environments where there is a sense of already having that kind of dynamic there. Mm -hmm. Those places will have a form of control already and have a form of organization. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about society that has different people in different places. It'll spring up in 20 years, but to actually have straight somebody who has full and people will listen and people will follow and feel some form of security. Mm. And yeah, 20 years sounds about right. 15 to 20 years mm. sounds like perfect scope of enough people wanting to listen and enough mm-hmm. people not wanting gotcha it'll just be interesting because it'll go back to nomad days everybody's like be... dirty yeah but that's what you that okay that has to be the one thing in all of these you know end of the world zombie-esque shows that i find to be the most annoying Mm -hmm. when it's a show that has completely wiped out power Mm -hmm. and you can't use certain computer devices i completely get it Mm -hmm. i completely get people ending up going back to being completely dirty and nasty and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but when it's a show where people still have a lot of those shits Mm -hmm. i don't get where you fully like devolved into, like, like this one, like mm. people look dirty and crappy, and like they don't know how to take care of themselves. Like mm-hmm. twenty years, you're telling me you forgot how to be human? <laughs> Are you telling me technology weren't that bad? So wait, did the <clears throat> excuse me, did the infection take all the smart people first? Well, I think what happens is there aren't people that are going to because there's no order. There's yeah. nobody that's going to work those jobs Mm -hmm. and if it's not necessary then we don't need it like we don't need technology like that so we don't need running water i mean yeah we need running water but that's why he's gonna go do the sewage and all of that yeah and i get that and that's the thing (laughs) man it's just 
you see, with these shows, it has to be that 80% of the population must die or something like that. Uh-huh. Because if 80% of the population dies or gets infected or something along those lines, then you know what? It's completely 100% right that most of this shit will devolve. Because mm-hmm. if 80% of the population, you only have a small group of the intelligent people here, the non-intelligent people here, the worker mm-hmm. bees here. The, like, there I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Hey, sure. But... <laughs> If you're not coming out and telling me 80% of the people are dead, screw it. We should still have some technology working. I agree. I mean, (laughs) and they do. They have, well, honestly, I don't know. But we also have another problem. This was in 2003. A lot of their advances were in the last 20 years. Like computers were just having their birthplace in the early 2000s. A lot of the technology hadn't changed yet. The iPhone wasn't invented. A lot of the satellites weren't set up. (laughs) Tesla. Uh, the sound. Yeah, actually, you're right. Uh, yeah, fine. That's why you went to 2003, you bastards. Knew <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't argue this technology uh, point. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually right. Yeah, the phone that Joel has is like a Nokia in the beginning. It is a Nokia. It's a brick. <laughs> I was looking at it. Joel like, has a brick. <laughs> what is that? Oh my god, that's um, called the phone that will last forever because it's a brick house. It's mighty. I, ha- I ever have one of these? I don't think I ever had one of those. But anyway, um, Nokia. I had a Nokia Flip. I don't even know what you that. Pushed means. up the keyboard. Oh no! Like the Sidekick? No, no, no! It was not. I never had the Sidekick. Oh. Relax, Jesus! I never had one of those. I, felt I was right there. I wasn't allowed. <laughs> no, mine had a full keyboard. You just slid it up. Oh. Not not flip it up like the Sidekick does. You just slid it up. Mm, fancy yeah. fancy so when we first meet ellie she's she's like a, a angsty teenage girl yeah um she's definitely a pandemic baby because the mouth on her <laughs> she's she's not she's <laughs> not do you think she's a pandemic baby or just just carry over from game of thrones <laughs> a little bit of both <laughs> mostly pandemic baby though because she's only like what 13 14 so she she only knows this world yeah because it's been 20 years and honestly (laughs) there was a part and i don't know if you laughed but i laughed when she was like i'm not supposed to be here i laughed because i thought of what's the kid in the other show that we were in that we were watching the time Uh, jump one (laughs) yeah what's his name fudge i don't remember now Anyway, I thought I know about who you're it, talking about. and I laughed, and I thought it was funny. Because he's literally not supposed to be there? Yes. <laughs> Listen, my brain makes weird things, at? okay? Yeah. First of all, my, my favorite part of laughing was one, two, three, four, yeah. five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Ellie, you're phenomenal. Yeah, that's that, that no great. parent upbringing, too. <laughs> Because if she ever did that, if I ever had a kid that did, honestly, I wouldn't have a kid that ever thought to do something like that. Like that was me even, slapping her in the back of the head. My kids wouldn't even um, think to. And then getting reported to uh, CPS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. So moving on, she's a little, little bit of a <clears throat> smart Alec because when she was looking through the um, radio. The log, 
yeah, the, like the the, the codes, the, the radio Cop codes. 100, yeah. Yes, and all of that. Um, I thought it was funny that she figured out, or she was able to figure out what the song what meant. What everything meant. And that she was actually able to say a song from the 80s. <laughs> because she was looking through the book. Oh, I didn't She found it. a song in the bed. She found a song because he fell asleep. So she found a song in the 80s for the book mm. and got and played him. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, here I am thinking that she just was. What was the end song that was playing? Depeche Mode, uh, Never Let Me Down. It was released in what 1987. Ooh. So mm-hmm. there's danger. Correct. So she is right. I actually saw, I've seen them in concert a bunch of times. They're great. Depeche Mode? Yes. <laughs> My bad. They're amazing. They're actually touring not right now. You, Mode, they, I should, <laughs> they should. I think they're coming to like Madison Square Garden. They should get to. I just didn't know what song it was. Yeah, Depeche but Mode. I assumed it was a song from the eighties. Yes, Depeche Mode never let. Did me you down. just know what that was, or did you have to look it up? I knew the band. I didn't know the song. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I didn't know the title of the song. The song started playing, and Steph is just like, "Huh, hey, I know this one." Hey, yeah, I was like, "Hey, that's the Pesh Mode." <laughs> and then I was like, "Wait, let me look up the year." And I looked up the year, and I was like, "Oh, it is trouble." Um, okay. So yeah. All right. So that was a good good play on the fact that there was trouble. There is trouble. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Like, all right, what else do we need to talk about? Because we got at the fact that Joel and Tess are a thing. Yes. And Joel is protective of Tess. Yep. And Tess... Tess is weird. Why? Because Tess... Because I don't know enough about her yet. Okay. It feels like she's hiding something. From Mm, us. Okay. Not anything from Joel, but from us. Like, we don't Mm -hmm. know something about her yet. Mm Mm-hmm. And that may just be because of the way it was introduced, and we'll get to know more as they travel. Mm-hmm. But there's something missing there. Gotcha. That's what I get from Tess. Which is uh, the same thing I get from Marlene. Like, I, I just don't I think that there was... More. Yeah, I just don't think there was enough time to dive into <laughs> the, no, no, Mar- exactly. the two of them. No, no, that, and that's fine. That's great. Mm-hmm. It's just like, that's what they leave me with after the first episode. Mm-hmm. They're leaving me with, oh... What more do I need to know? What's coming down the road yeah. from the two of them is going to give me a switch in the other direction. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. That was a good, like, let's leave them off with this. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, it looks good. I'm excited. Uh, nine episodes? Ten episodes? I don't know. You always do this to me. I don't I, I don't want to know when I'm oh. going to be disappointed. <laughs> I just want to know when, which actually, now that you're saying that makes sense because I was on um, Steam because I was like, I'm going to buy this game and I'm playing this game. But Steam actually isn't releasing the game till mid-March of this year. So that what you just said makes a little bit of sense. Um, it might be that uh, they're, they're linking the show, it up. Uh, yeah, yeah. To end, which fine, There's whatever. a sequel to the game too. There's a second one. Um, yes, but not PC. They're just releasing the first part, uh, so far. Um, so that'll be exciting. I can't, I kind of want to, I hear that the game, I hear that the parallels between the game and the show are like spot on. So everyone that has played the game is very happy with the way that they portrayed that everything has been portrayed so far. 
Okay, so that's always been one of the things that I'm always very annoyed by when it comes to a video game product or an anime product or anything like that being made into a television show or movie. Mm -hmm. I'm always annoyed by the fact you have story here. Not just a little bit of story. You have a well-built-out, laid-out storyboard that you could follow. Mm -hmm. And... Nobody ever follows it in the right way. They always take something and say, no, it should be this. No, it mm-hmm. should be that. No. And I'm like, why? You have a full story you can take from beginning to end and adapt different parts to, but not alter so that we don't, like, so many people alter it completely and go, mm-hmm. no, we're going to take this and go in completely different. Why? Like, you have a full, good Story. Mm-hmm. Now make the characters likable, make this enjoyable, translate it in a way that it becomes a motion picture. Because honestly, that's one of the worst adaptation when it comes to games to movies. It's like, literally, this game is a freaking movie. We have yeah. cutscenes. Yeah. Like, why aren't you using this? Mm-hmm. Why do you have to come at it and do something so different? Some people just, just don't know just how to stick to the script. It doesn't make sense. And it, it it's what leaves me on a sour note with most things. Resident Evil did it. Mm-hmm. Especially when they started making more and more movies. But, you know, I've, I've seen so many adaptations that end up being like, oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that they stick to it and they stay true because I feel like there will be a lot of angry people oh, if they tough. don't. Tough. Um, so let's just hope that they do. And well, it looks good so far. So yeah, it really be, does. It looks like that's what they're heading down. There might be some parts that they change, but that's fine. It's a mm-hmm. television show. There are going to be some parts that are altered. You're not going to yeah. use every single part. And you got to think about it. It's a video game. While the video game is set up with all this story, it is only set up to be played for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. If you started it from beginning to end, mm-hmm. and is that enough to match up with doing the television yeah. show? So they might add add on little things here and there just to just to appease a television show. Yeah. So that wouldn't be bad. Either way, I'm super excited. I can't wait till like I want this week to go by already. I want to watch the next episode. <laughs> it's Sunday. Relax. Relax. I don't care. I don't care. So I'll be waiting, and until then, I expect people to go onto our social media by finding us at bgotaddicts at gmail.com and sending us some emails at geotaddicts. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> Damn it. I tried to do the transition and I messed it up. <laughs> let's hey, would you, would you try like to this again. Yeah, let's <laughs> from the top. Until next Sunday. Scene 10. Scene 10. Take two. <laughs> Go. Until next Sunday. <laughs> I expect oh. it would be great if people could shoot us an email. Geodiotics at gmail.com. Follow us across all so- social media platforms. Show, at show. The Um, Like, review, comment so that we can continue to be the number one podcast in the entire galaxy. <laughs> Until then, we're out of here. So, bye. Peace.